0: Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to Queen's Stand Up Support Network Radio. Our purpose and intention is to create a non-judgment zone of support for the leaders and those working to be the change they want to see. Where we increase our awareness regarding the experiences that manifest as we navigate through this adventure we call life. Increasing awareness allows us the opportunity to choose to align with the actions necessary to manifest the desired change. You give all of you every day, working to live on purpose. And now, we intend to give back to you by empowering you to tune into your souls. Let us pray. Almighty Divine Creator, as we grow from strength to strength, We give thanks for this day and the opportunity to expand our vibration as infinite choice makers. Thank you for showing us the way of healing. We are open to receive as we continue to align ourselves with peace. May our homes and hearts be forever filled and surrounded with happiness, healthiness, love, and forgiveness. As we live in the present moment, our most powerful point of being, in the name of the father, the mother, and the child, Amen Mut Kanshu, Ashe, so let it be. Greetings, beautiful people, and happy, healthy, prosperous Sunday to you. Our show for today is very fitting, living past survival and into purpose. In order to move forward, you have to let some things from the past go so that they don't stunt your growth. Some things could be um, thoughts experiences, feelings, eventually they have to go so that you can grow. Have you found yourself at the other end of your healing journey? You've lived past the pain and need to find a new direction for your life. Perhaps life threw you a curveball. While you may have to change courses, you can still find passion and purpose in your new direction. Our guest host today, author Erica Walker, lived past fighting for her life and stepped right into finding purpose through her writing. Her book, Through the Lens, a book of short stories, is a testament. To that journey. If you'd like to join the discussion today, please dial in to 929 477 2476 and press one to join the discussion. Welcome to the show, Erica. How are you? Great, how are you? Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And really looking forward to hearing your story today. Thank you. Yeah, um, so before we begin, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey.
1: Okay, as you said, I'm Erica Walker, author of Through the Lens, a book of short stories, and more importantly, I'm also a traumatic brain injury survivor. So my whole life journey since my accident has been living beyond survival into purpose. Um, I love at my story, myself, and three other young ladies were involved in a tragic accident, in which one had died, and she transcended to heaven. And two other were wounded, both emotionally and physically. And myself was shot in the head. And my journey has not been easy, but by the grace of God, I'm still here and continue to live my life into purpose. And as you said, it's writing in. I find a life that life comes natural to me, and it takes very little effort, and um, it gives me peace. It helps me get my feelings and thoughts out on paper, so yeah that's what um well, I'm a college graduate and I'm also a believer um of Jesus christ, and I um serve in my church man at the church international in missouri, and um yeah, so I'm a college graduate, and I'm gonna live my life and move it along wow, wow, absolutely amazing that you
0: survived the brain, the traumatic brain injury, and then even more, you began to search for healing through your writing. That's amazing, absolutely amazing. Do you feel like, did your journey inspire your faith more? Absolutely. Or confirm it?
1: Absolutely, and... The prior to my accident, I was going to church and, and um, I would go. But when I go now, it means so much more. Because when your life is almost snatched away from you, it's just something that comes over you that helps you connect to your faith even more. Or at least that's my experience. Everyone has different journeys and things like that. And I understand that. But I know for me personally, that has been an outcome of what is um, that my circumstances. And I, I don't let it define who I am. I'm currently in the wheelchair, and I haven't it defined me. It's, it's it's rough some days, but I just know that this is only temporary, so i got to keep pushing forward and continue to know, continue to do what I know to do to get better. And that's what helps me along the way. And being prayerful and you know, have my accept my faith in God and going to church and things like that it helps me a whole lot. So I don't know it's to push past the limits and the My last name was Walker, so I got to walk one day. So it just has to—it's evident, it's already written. I know that's
0: right. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Wow. So after your experience, you—you had like a your perception about life changed. And to me, that's that's even phenomenal in and of itself because sometimes we grow through things. And it doesn't make us better, it makes us bitter. But it sounds hmm. like it made you better.
1: I was bitter at first but I got better. Okay. So I was very angry, you know. I mean, you you don't take a shot and I was not a bad person to where it was, you know, I deserved it or you know, nobody deserves to be shot but I'm just I decided wasn't doing anything to where it was, you know, I put myself in situations to be like that. No. I was just nearly drinking my juice and it just happened. And I wasn't like, you know, doing anything on purpose or anything. I wasn't robbing anybody. I wasn't stealing. I wasn't doing anything like that. So it just happened, um, readily. So it wasn't plain. It wasn't, it was just a random act that I ended up getting involved in. And unfortunately, you know, one person passed away, but I just know for her, I had to keep pushing also for myself. And God gave me purpose to live beyond. So, I gotta see this thing out to the end.
0: Wow. Okay. So you said initially you were a little bit better about it. You were, were you, you were hurt? What? Like, can you describe, like, your initial um, awareness of what had happened to you, and if you'd like. Well.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't find out what happened to me until about maybe four, four or five months after it happened. But it was and I, I was in the hospital. I, I don't recall thinking like, Oh, why am I here? Which is kinda of strange. I know they hear me say that, but I didn't think anything like that. And I knew that there had to be something because I mean I was just fine well I guess I didn't know how long it was. I was in the hospital I think my month and a half in a coma. And my hospital journey was it was something um full of pain. I had to have two brain surgeries actually. Um, nearly lost my life, but um, I was I actually was very bitter and um I guess like I said, I didn't know I didn't I was mad it happened. I lost my ability to walk, I couldn't talk. Um, I had to learn how to do everything. And I'm still learning how to I'm still how to do some things. But I'm a lot mm-hmm. further along than I was back then and I guess, you know, on the person goes through something like that and you have something taken away from them then it's hard to process it and deal with it. But through the years, you know, that they slowly changed and Ground no longer better because it holds you back. You know, being mad mm-hmm. by the same thing, you know, it doesn't take you anywhere. But it the you're your in, so I chose I just make like a choice to either let the thing take over me or just to push back and keep to push forward and strive towards better. And as a result, I've become a college graduate twice. Um, I made the major that my um, The last time I graduated, so I've learned to overcome. And academics as well as um um my faith. So I know. I was there a? T- 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 Sorry, go
0: Was
1: okay. I was gonna say,
0: was there a there was there a specific turning point for you where you realized you know what this happened? I have to. Um, I don't want to be bitter any longer. I want to get better, and so I'm gonna have to you know take some steps or do something differently? Was there an, a clear point in your mind or something that happened, uh, something someone said or something someone did to really make you see and change your perspective about what happened?
1: Um, well, I... Um, honestly, my cousin, she always say, you know, ask me, what kind of life do I want? And like I said, I, I knew that I lost my individual to walk. So in order to get better, I had to go to physical therapy. And I'm still in therapy now. But um, it's, been, it's I just, I I accuse myself to myself to, you don't want to be like this forever. I don't want to get better. You know, what do I want to do. And I think um, it hit me when I got to my second hospital and I had, I'm to have had therapy because they weren't going to let me just lay there because I had to do something, so. That trying kind of gave me extra push as well to continue striving to think about it. And when I'm at home, well, I'm at home now, so it's up to me now to continue with or not. So I'm also pushed to continue to keep going. But I don't have anybody, so I was I was I was wrong, but I wasn't making decisions on my own at that time when I first got injured.
2: Um, but now mm-hmm. that I'm you know
1: uh, able to make my own decisions, it's my choice now, and I I get to choose every day what I do, what I don't do. You know, so I I choose to go every day and continue to get better in every area of my life, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, and, you know, emotionally, physically, and verbally. So I have a choice in there. And, you know, my faith in God has definitely been the overall factor in that. Because having faith, Mm. you have to have faith in yourself. You have to have it. There's no other way around it. And I I call it, I'm facing it out. So that's what I call it. I'm facing it out. I don't know. Mm. I I
0: I love that. I love that. I love that. I'm faithing it out. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. So your book. Yes. Um, Yeah. Look through the lens. A book of short stories. Yeah. can you tell us about what your book is about? What can, what we can expect
1: in your book? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, my book, I wrote it. I've always wanted to inspire young girls, and as I'm getting um, more and more wiser in my decision and like I, I realized it's for everyone. Um, girls and girls and guys. Um, okay. So like, I, it was mostly young young ladies because when I was in middle school and even some years in high school, I went through a lot of stuff. Like I felt isolated. And I deal with peer pressure and things like that. And so my book, too, is the Book of short Stories, is about the same thing. I, it is isolation, peer pressure, um, substance issues, um, not going to get enough. Um, and also, like, family complications and even those a struggle with our salvation. Because for a while, I struggle with my salvation for a while. So it's also a story about salvation in there as well. So it's it's for a little bit of everyone almost. And it's, it's, it's intended to permeate the minds of people to get them thinking in a more positive manner, you know, that no matter what life social your way, to you still uh, push past and then go beyond it. So it is an inspiring, encouraging book that I believe, I hope it um, inspires people. And the feedback I've gotten so far, it has been just that, and it's entertaining. I've been told it's entertaining. I've been told it's, you know, what you think. And um mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot like a lot like lessons in it that you can take from from yourself in some real life situations that I either experienced or I for another thing. So it just uh, to encourage people to live life in a more constructive, positive manner. Wonderful. So your
0: writing was a big influence in your mm-hmm. being able to live beyond the survival and into purpose. Right. That was. Yes. That, that was okay. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, um, the moment that you decided, you know what, I'm going to write this. I'm going to write about, you know, these these lessons and experiences that gone, was it always for someone else or were you writing for yourself as a part of your healing journey?
1: Well, I asked you about these stories when I was in college and they weren't oh. for myself. You know, I, we had a sermon in the class with each other, but. If it if I didn't put it in the book, it used to stay within the classroom. And so, out of my my cousins start seeing me put that in a book, like people can use it. And so I said, I said that's not a good idea, whatever. So, and that's what I did. I put it in the book, but it was intended for myself originally, and it was just stories that I just wrote and, and if I'm in present in time and just what that is. But I've, I've been writing for my I was about 15 years old, so it's always been in me. So right. Okay. Okay. But then, more purpose to write in to do that, and I'm also writing my second book as well about my. Purpose. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'm working on that currently. So that's my next book that be coming out as well. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, what else are you doing um,
0: within your community to help with, you know, people to to grow and to heal? You said initially your mission. Was to assist young girls with their journey. Uh, are you doing mm-hmm. something currently in the community to help?
1: Yes, I've actually, this past March, in April, a little bit of April, I uh, went to schools and um, talked to the students, young kids, and of course, the girls and boys in public schools. So both of them got a chance to hear you know me speak, or whatever. And I share my story and I talk about my book as well. So I've done that. So um, I've a couple like middle school, high school. I went mean, to a college, um, and I also. Um, I'm currently. Um, I have a next month. I'm going to a library, and i it's taking to young people as well. I'm part of a gun initiative, so it goes hand in hand with my injury. So I'm also passionate about that as well, because it's also helping people heal in the community. You know, dealing with gun violence because it's it's, it's a rampant and it's getting out of control in today's society. So. One day we have to, to do the help, if my story inspires people or class people to want to change or whatever, I'm here for it. i about to change. I'm about to That's awesome.
0: Are you all you always this confident when you go um, to speak with people, or you know when you make a decision to do something, or um, is that a process too, or does the confidence come later? well,
1: <laughs> well I initially. I'm I'm always I consider myself on oh, go a lot because it, if what I have to get it's not about me, you know it's about what God okay. wants to do through me. And if He tells me, okay, earthen, you know, if I'm comfortable or not, if I'm nervous or not, I still have to do it. And I, I, a lot of times I am nervous, but that goes, when I start talking, it goes away. And okay. no matter what, what I'm talking in front of, I just I know it's bigger than me, so I like I step okay. outside of myself. And realize there's a lot of other people too. And if I want to help you make a difference in this world, this is, a, this is what it, this is what it requires. And actually, right now, in October, I'll be speaking at a con- a brain injury conference in oh Missouri, and I'll be speaking to hundreds of people. So this is all this is helping me in one form or another to prepare for that big event. Because so there would be hundreds of people that I'll be speaking to. Uh, I'd be over 100 or, 400, or 4, over 400 people that I'll be talking to in the midst of two wow. days. So yeah, so it's going to really help me get prepared for that. So I'm definitely, you know, I'm not in with that. I'm I'm normally a little more intense when I come of groups of people, but a lot of groups of people I don't really have time talking in front of. It's more intimate mm-hmm. groups that kind of like, you know. It's yeah, more I get
0: that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get that.
0: I get that. Um, So... Is this helping you to to speak about what you experience?
1: Absolutely. And I I was I was talking to someone about this the other day, and when I was meeting with the people of the uh, event I had the next month, they were saying, "Well, how do you feel after this?" I said, "Well, it, it can you know do the opposite. It can get depressed. It can make it ways, but we you have to push yourself, and it's bigger than me." So I, I take myself out like the equation and consider how other people are benefiting from it. And that's how I just um, process and deal with it. It's not about me, you know. So that's how I think about it. And if it goes up that mm. way, it makes it less. It's not about you. A lot of times think about ourselves, but it's not about us at all. <laughs> and we're, it's, it's not about us. We want it to be about Absolutely us. Absolutely not. not. <laughs> it's not about us. Mm.
0: Well, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, and I understand the premise of what you're saying, um, but I, I I believe that a lot of people need to understand that it's not just about us. Oh, yeah. okay. it's, it's, it is, it's about us, too, but it's not just yeah. about us, and the reason that I say that is because a lot of people, they're serving and serving, and they're forgetting about their selves and their well-being. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the importance of self-care as it relates to service. So it's not just about you, but it is absolutely about you um, on no.
1: some level. I would say it has to be a balance. You yes. No, that's, that's, it definitely has to be a balance. Because right, if, if you give, 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 you got to put something back in you. So I, I, I agree that. You do have to have a balance of, yeah, you have to have a balance. But I, I try to be I, we need to plead you. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: So, okay, so we have someone on the line who actually has a question. So I want to go ahead and let them ask their question. Number um, caller ending in number one nine nine three. Welcome to the show.
3: Hello. Thank you for taking Hi. my call. My name My name is Patricia from Ohio. Uh, First-time listener, I was um, just listening. I had missed the beginning of the show. Um, But what I'm surmising is that this is a writer who's writing about some of her experiences and how she is uh, taking some of those experiences and uh, teaching uh, and helping others to uh, support uh But the point you just made uh and excuse me for not uh knowing both your names, as I said, I just called in about a couple of minutes <laughs> ago uh about uh self care and taking care of yourself because if you're doing all this serving, you know be it apart from from you know religious or whatever I mean life as mm-hmm. I have learned, I mean you just do this and do this, and I learned this the hard way that uh not a lot of people who you think that you may love you or support you and you find out the hard way if you're putting others before you then and, and unfortunately, women do this just automatically and they uh put you know i put others you know before me you know be it my community mm. or the church or mm. family and it's and they you know let me down, so I had to learn the hard way no i I am first. And I have to take care of myself, and that's not ego centric it's not egotistical. there's nothing wrong with that. it's called self care self love mm-hmm. because if you don't do that um, then you know there's no you know you may you know you know you might be in a situation you know where you really do have a need, and it's like okay. Uh, But anyway, if I could find out uh, your names and the name of this uh, show. Absolutely.
0: So my name is April Diane. I'm the host of the show, and you're speaking with Erica Walker. She's the author of Through the Lens, a book of short stories. The name of the show is Queen's Stand-Up. And I thank you so much, Patricia, for your feedback as well about your show uh, in regards to the importance of self-care and how it enables it allows you to be, you know, to stand more in your purpose of what you're called to do, whether it be in your community, whether it be, you know, in your, your church organization, whatever it is. In order to help people, you've got to be well, you know. Um, and you're absolutely right. Women really do give a lot of themselves. So what are some of the things that you do, Patricia, uh, now that you have that, that knowing um, of the importance of self-care? What are some things that you do to um, invoke self-care and to remind yourself even of the importance of it as you go throughout your experience?
3: Um, thank you uh, for asking me that. I didn't expect that. Um, mm-hmm. What I do, and I and I've done this and I'm not, uh, in a formal church setting, uh, anymore. I have my own, what I call my spiritual practice. Uh, I pray, meditate, uh, de- uh, depending on what I'm going on, the, you know, what my day is involving where I have more time to do, but definitely prayer meditation, uh, you know, I well, I call it a plan, but goals that I have written down, say for you know, a season or a, uh, a year. Like to say, I've written down uh, my uh, health and wellness goals. I've written down um, things I want to create and bring forth. I'll speak it. You know, I've written it down on a three by five card.
4: Okay. Oh.
3: I deep. You know, and I. Before, I truly try to make a point of, before I get up and move, I breathe in and out deeply. And I'm talking about from deep, deep, deep in that diaphragm where that stomach is moving. Mm -hmm. I 10 times or more before I open my eyes to deep breathe. And so you have a
0: routine uh, that sh- that is that that is built on your self care before you even start your day. You start with self care of you.
3: Right. I like to call those rituals. Uh yes. Rituals. I mean then okay. it goes mm-hmm. yeah, it goes on to you know, drinking the water, uh, um you know, get that glass of water in, stretching. Um oh, let's see, what else? Uh, And just, you know, looking in the mirror and saying to myself, I love you.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I am enough. I am worthy. I am love. I am self-loving. I am grateful. And, you know, it goes on and on and on. Um, You know, the foods that I eat uh and definitely eating, you know, a balance, uh the veggies, the fruits, you know, the you know, the grains. Uh and doing something creative, express wise. And something for me. It doesn't necessarily cost money. Uh but those things that I mentioned it can be, you know, just uh, yesterday here I uh, went to they had jazz fest here in Cleveland, so I just went down and uh, the outside activities, you know, where all the musicians are, the local musicians, and it was excellent. You know, it was hot, <laughs> but you know I just went and enjoyed that for you know a few hours. And uh, that's awesome. And then right, and then you know there. Uh, but knowing also that. You know, things that uh, I tried to, I really worked on bringing forth earlier in my life had not come to pass. And now I'm working, you know, focused on doing, you know, something, focused on something that day. So be it writing or, you know, and I'm teaching myself to play the guitar, the acoustic guitar, And uh, But keep my commitment and promise to me, first and foremost. Absolutely.
1: uh, Thank you so much. Sorry.
3: Those those are some of the things, yeah. But thank you for asking.
0: Yes, you're absolutely welcome. I thank you so much for sharing your wisdom because you did bring in a very good point for us today about – You know, the importance of being intentional and one of the ways that you can be intentional to get yourself past survival and into purpose is through rituals or what I call routines, you know, developing systematic routines, a strategy for how you can move past the trauma. Because something, when when trauma happens to us the way that it has happened to you, Erica, it can really leave a lot of emotional um, pain and scars that can be difficult to move past if you are not intentional. And like Patricia said, you know, writing down what you're going to do each day is a big part of it. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things that makes the difference between people being able to change their habits and not because that trauma can come on to you like a wave, you know, the memory of an experience. It can come on to you like a wave and you have to have a strategy for how a clear, identifiable strategy that you can utilize intentionally to move yourself past that energetic field. Because otherwise it becomes such a big part of your identity that you begin to only identify yourself and your experience with what you've gone through. And so in order to take yourself out of that survival and and stop identifying with the trauma, it's got to be on purpose. You've got to be intentional. You've got to get a routine. You've got to make it a habit. And I was just reading a post today that I shared on Instagram. Is a habit is a redundant set of automatic, unconscious thoughts and emotions that are acquired through repetition, right? So, you know, an intention is just the opposite. An intention is an automatic, conscious set of thoughts and emotions that are acquired through repetition. So you've got to get intentional. You've got to get clear. How do you do that, Erica? Like, do you have a routine or a ritual that you follow that has helped you to stop identifying with the trauma and instead identify with your purpose that came through as a result of the trauma?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was going to say that, too, being intentional. That's funny you said that. That's one of my favorite. For one, of my favorite song by Travis Green. Um, this song okay. really helps me. I also, um, well, I have affirmations I say myself. Um, I do. I have affirmations I say. I read scriptures. I, um, my, I say my writing helps me a whole lot. I pray. Um, I, think I have the songs I sing, inspirational songs. I don't like feeling negative. I don't like anything that's like, you know, I, I say with negative eyes. I try to say positive always and I'm big on like quotes and things like that. So I find a lot of quotes I say, you know, that I read or whatever and positive books and things like that. I try to feed my mind with as much positivity as I can to deviate away from my circumstances. And that helps mm. a whole lot, you know. I also I also do video editing and that's very relaxing to me as well. Um but finding things like that to do that I'm interested in that keeps me, you know, grounded things like that, and also, to being a part of am thinking myself actually, believe it or not, speaking helps me a whole, a whole lot. Sharing my story helps me a whole lot with um, as part of, as part of the healing process as well. The more I talk about it, the less it affects you. Does that make sense? Like it affects absolutely the, the power you, you so. take away the power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yes, mm, okay,
0: so you yeah. said you know um, you're you, you listen to certain songs um, that help you to stay inspired. Um, what a what's a part of your like just getting your mind? Well, you said you're you you do your affirmations. Do you start them at a, a certain time of the day, or like how does that how do you utilize the tool of affirmations
1: in your life? I I do like that in the morning when I wake up. Okay. As I do some prayers, things like that, and pray whatever. I like to read. I do my affirmations, and I have, I have I say a lot of things. Like I have, it's about at least an hour to me in the morning time. Just saying things and speaking things that I want to see happen. Because you have to speak what you want. You have to speak what you speak. You can't speak what you you can't speak what you see. You have to what you speak. and um, right. I'm real upset. So. If you if I see I see myself I see I'm in a wheelchair but I don't speak that so I don't say okay I don't speak so I I see myself differently and uh, I just try to like I said, say stay encouraged stay positive and um, just do things that make you feel good and things like that so that's helps me out a whole lot and keep me grounded. Like I said, stand that's by awesome. A bunch of songs and stuff like that it keeps me uplifted it's another negativity, and it's world well to keep you down if you let it. Without, without going on the news and things like that, you can you can be depressed. But it, it's a, it you it, make it, you make the choice yourself. You, you choose. Mm. to... It's a, it's a choice. We have choices. So you choose to feel a certain way. You choose to. Now, not saying circumstances don't won't happen, and going to come up to help and help increase that, but you still and you can be mad, but you can stay there. You can be sad, but you can't stay there. You cannot stay in a negative, wrong environment. Do it is not positive. It's a your life. It helps you move forward in your life. So, yeah, absolutely. So you have to better. make a choice. It it, it
0: sounds like it's, it's it's a lot of effort that you're making at the top of your day, one to two hours, to do your to go through your prayer to, you know, do your meditation, to say your affirmations. It sounds like it's a lot of effort, um, mm-hmm. but you are prioritizing it, so it must be really important. It, it must is, be an important
5: I,
1: part of your recovery. Go ahead. It mm-hmm. I, can't go, I, can't do, I can't go there without it. I have to do it. It's, it's a part of me now. I'm been to so long. It's, I, I wouldn't know how to function if I didn't do it. <laughs> it's
5: a part of me. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that that's
0: one of the biggest um, messages that we could share here today, uh, Erica, about the importance of having that sacred time, spending it with yourself, getting yourself in a certain mindset, getting clear about the choices that you intend to make. And as your cousin said to you, the type of life that you want to lead. You yeah. really have to, I feel like that's such a huge part of our message today. And I, when when working with people, um, and even myself included, I can tell the difference between how my day is going based on how much time I, how much I prioritize that sacred time that you're speaking of.
1: Makes make a difference. Yeah.
0: It makes a huge, huge difference in our ability to be, to move forward and to do the healing process. Like, you know, we can talk about what we want to do and all of that, but, you know, I, you really have to be with yourself and um, be intentional about your direction. So thank you so much for that. For you and Patricia also who's on the line and was sharing, if anyone else would like to join the discussion, Please dial in to 929-477-2476 and press 1 to join the discussion. We're going to uh, listen to Ms. Sandra's Moment of Power, and then we'll come back and I'll chat with you, Erica, about some of the wisdom that she shares there. So stay tuned. Oh, we have one. Before we go, I'm going going to let this guest come on and share. Um, Caller number 8577, ending in 8577 seven Welcome. Thank you for joining us.
5: Hello. Hi, this is Glory. Glory. Can you hear me? Oh yes. Glory.
0: Hi Glory. How are you?
5: How are you doing? I can't I am absolutely late. amazing. That's okay. But that's I, okay. But I but I was listening in, um what I do with I found over the last, I guess, 20 years about 15 years, is um, when you're working, you know, if you're going on an everyday job or what, working. On my days off of work, um, I don't wash clothes and do, you know, do things, house chores. I do that stuff too. I, 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 I put that in my. On, on my, In my work schedule So when my day's off I get to spend time with me That's mm-hmm. very important I get to spend time with me So if anything comes up You still have your regular schedule But I'm just I don't want to wash clothes And do things on my day off uh, Even down to Buying a gift for someone get ready for a birthday party Or outing You do that on I do I do that on my um, on my days that I'm working. So when when I'm off, I get to spend time uh, uh, more time with me, or if you have family with with family, and it works. It keeps you get you ready for when you have to go back to work, or you know, stuff like that. But I found that that is very you know very refreshing, It's very helpful because you oh I mean I'm off. So I don't wanna do you know, these things that I that um I could do that doing my work. I put it in my work schedule. That's how I do it. That's very refreshing, it's self worth, it helps you, you know, and then when things come up you have you have a you have a schedule, you can you, you can do things. Uh, things do come up, you know, that um unexpected. So and it usually does when you're off.
0: You know what? I think you thank you so much Glory for sharing that because one thing that I just got out of your message is self-worth, building your self-worth by cultivating and valuing spending time with yourself. And I yep. feel like just from there spirit brought me to understanding that that's a big part of getting yourself out of survival mode because when you're surviving, you're going through the motions, you're going, okay, I got to wash clothes. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And you're really not making time to connect with you to understand how amazing you really are. You know? So I love that it's simple, but it's profound. You know, putting the, the, the washing the clothes is a part of self-care, right? But it's work, and, and yeah. some of us don't really like it. There are a few of us who actually like it and can make it meditative even, you know? But, yeah, I, um, but, uh, yeah, I think that that's a great idea. And actually, one of our listeners, um, you, you gave her some, a good idea also. Um, she likes that idea of, of making all her work work between Monday through Friday, including her personal chores and perhaps even errands. Because you're right, a yes. lot of people wait till the yes. weekend to run their errands. So when do you have time to really, you know, find value and purpose in living if all you're doing is constant chore, chore, chore. Yeah. Yes. That's a great point, yes. Glory. Yes. Thank you so much for yes. sharing that with us. You're welcome. Thank
5: so you, we're gonna go
0: yeah, we're gonna go ahead and listen to Miss Sandra's moment of power and then we'll come back and we'll talk to Erica
2: again. Okay, here she goes. Living beyond survival into purpose. Good morning, Queens and Kings. Sometimes it takes life knocking us down to realize we were all born with a purpose. Survival is what we continue to do, especially after some hardship or danger that has crossed our path. But purpose is what we achieve or create after the hardship or danger we have obligations to self to live on purpose finding what makes us happy is what is best for our soul survival mode is us just getting by it could be just having enough finance from paycheck to paycheck and that is for those who have and those who do not have which could mean in the red every month so putting a plan together your life will help us live beyond survival set your goals and do them focusing on one goal at a time is helpful thinking about what is really important to us also setting boundaries to help us focus and stay on track as we travel through life's journey there are several paths to be taken choosing the right path sometimes leads us through some valleys but even in the valleys of our life There are nuggets that we can pick up that can lead us to our purpose. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Ecclesiastics three and one. Be blessed and happy Sunday until the next time.
0: Wow. That was another great message, mom. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm going to let you share also, Erica, about what you felt about that. But first, I'm going to just say the thing that stood out to me the most is um, the point about the obligation to yourself. Wow. You have an obligation to yourself to put in whatever effort is necessary to to heal, And I hear a lot of people, you know, um, coming up with reasons as to why certain, you know, things are, are too hard and, and um, they require too much effort, but you're worth it, is what I reminded of, like, you're worth it, and it has to come from you. And I I couldn't help but wondering, um, the question came to mind is, what price are you willing to pay to um, stay in survival mode, like just getting by? Is your purpose, like, worth you staying in there? Like, you know, that's a high price that you're paying. If, you know, you're sacrificing being able to live and to to flourish, that's a high price you're paying if you are not um, willing to take, make the effort to do the healing, do the work, and obligate your time and prioritizing yourself. So is that really a price you want to pay? Is it worth that price is my question. So, Erica. What say
1: you? If you say, it, say it again? I didn't hear the question. I said,
0: I said, what What do you say about what my mom said in relationship to how you know getting out of survival mode into purpose is yes. an obligation that you have to yourself?
1: Well, I took it as it's up to you. You that like, again? about like the choices. You have to, to choice. make, a choice. You can make mm-hmm. a choice to we can all just sit here and do nothing or we can do something about it. And what stuck out to me was he said purpose. That stuck out to me and you have to plan and strategize your purpose even. Because with my writing I have to plan to write out, sometimes I outline sometimes of what I want to mm-hmm. do or what I want to or you know it's not just I'm not right I feel right to write but I want to be strategic and intentional about what I'm writing about. It has to mm. be a purpose behind it because it has to make sense. Cause it's, not, it's not just for yourself. It's for others as well. And like, mm-hmm. I kept my words to myself for a long time. And okay. It,
2: so it,
1: it, it meant it meant to me, but it also can help others. And so with purpose, I don't, I don't feel purpose is when you're in your purpose, you're not working necessarily. You're working, but you're not working because so it's your purpose. It's what you're, you're yes. here for. Did you have to
0: do is, is, well, I know that, I know that, I mean, I can't imagine because you're talking about organizing writing and I, I write too. And just even forgetting, if, even if you're not writing, you know, what, the, 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 the effort and the energy that it takes to organize. So I can't yeah. help but think that if someone who has experienced such a level of trauma, as you have experienced with your brain injury can make the, you know, the time and the effort to organize their um, writing, which is no easy feat. Do you think mm-hmm. that it's possible for everyone to do? Like, was it a struggle for you to, 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 to do it? Did it come easy for you to sit down and, and write, you know, and organize that writing? Well,
1: before I got injured, I, I was writing already. And afterwards, okay. it was a little different. But this is my purpose, God gave me the grace and the ability to do so again. You know, mm. I, I, I didn't have I didn't used to either hand. So how was I going to write something if I didn't have used to either hand? Of course, I could talk to mm. somebody else and say it, but it gave me more power to be do it myself because I can write down or type or type what I want to type or you know say what I want to say. Versus times where um, we call probably to someone else, I had to write my own thoughts. I can write it down myself, and so it was. A little bit slightly at first, but when that's when it's your purpose and what you're called to do, it comes back to you and it comes natural. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be forced or, you know, work. It's not, it's not work when it's your purpose. I don't, I don't believe okay. that right anyway. It flows, it flows, from to you. And writing comes next to me, and it flows out of me. So, and I, I get ideas all the time. got to give me ideas and, I, you know, things I don't think about. So, oh yeah, this, 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 it's like my nugget I got from that. So. And your mother, my mother also talked about that, those nuggets in the valley. When I was mm-hmm. in college and grade, um, I graduated I went to school online because I was embarrassed to be in my wheelchair and out in public. And when I that's my, when I graduated, there was an assignment in class, and um, I didn't know what I wanted to do uh, with my life. I didn't know what I to be in school because I was a school girl, so I was to be in school and doing something. And when I had this particular assignment, that led me to a bigger purpose. You know, um, with myself and um, in the fields that I'm in, also I'm in the media field. So why are okay. these media all that tied in together? So there was another nugget in the valley that I had when I went through my um, injury. So there's nothing that came out of it as well. So there's all kind of little nuggets all over the place. So I'm, I'm glad you must have said that nuggets in the valley. that really, didn't touch
4: you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, absolutely. Nuggets in the Valley. You know, I mentioned that about, you know, the effort aspect of it, um, because I want people to, I, I feel like when people are faced with situations where we're trying to make changes um, and we notice that there's a little more effort that um, is necessary, it can kind of deter us. And we feel like things come easy for other people, but that's not necessarily true. There's, an, there, it, it, there's a challenging part For all of us when we are leveling up, it's just that you have to decide that you're not going to let the challenge defeat you, that you're going to to trust the process and rise to the occasion. And I like what you said about it's because of the grace, It's Mm -hmm. because of grace that you were able to you know, say, you know what, it's going to take a little bit more effort, but I'm going to push through and I'm going to trust that I'm going to acquire the skill through the process to be able to rise to this occasion. And you were able to find the nuggets in the valley, um, as Miss Sandra said. So powerful, powerful. We have another caller who's going to come on the line. Num- um, caller ending in number 5786. Welcome to the show.
4: Good morning, people. It's, well, it's Hi, Annie. Q. Um, Hi, Kiani. Good morning. You know, I've never um, pressed that button Come on. Before. I know. <laughs> but I had to because I am, am being ripped apart right now by this entire um, broadcast. Um, again, was on the tip of my tongue and now it's gone. Please tell me. Um, um, Erica, Erica. 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 Good morning. Erica. I'm sure um, I just two point three to point to my shoulders closed. I just wanted to say that um, I am one of the first people, one to to preach to the people that I mentor that we can't allow a lot. Our life experiences is a negative overwhelm us to the degree, overwhelm us to the degree, uh, in the rhythm that God intended us to. That we don't get to accomplish the things that finished us here for. That we don't fulfill out our purpose. I grind mm-hmm. this into them because I don't want them to fail. I don't want them to get left behind. And then I realized listen to y'all, and this is not me beating up on myself. Beating up on myself. Being aware of the places that I need to come up. That I do. The very same thing, and I have survived many, so many, many deep traumas, and I think that, or oh, I thought that, I just get up and keep moving. We're gonna get this life. I'm not gonna be held down by stuff. But in reality, I absolutely do not want to do the hard work. I do hard work, but I know without question that I am nowhere in the magnitude of working hard that I should be. So, and I, I found in what you're saying, in what you're saying. I found that I wasn't focusing on the difficult part, the part that's like it's too hard, like too much. I've already been through enough. I'm tired of this. I don't want to do no more because that's normally where I am. Um, I spend a lot of time there, and I had then I fight my way through, and eventually I get through where I need to go to push to the work. But I've spent so much time talking about how I didn't want to do the work that time was wasted. That's reality for me. But as I was listening to Eric, sorry Eric, I mm-hmm. focusing on the about how hard it is, how much I don't want to do it, much, but how I can do this, and how if I love myself, if I desire to be the highest person God created me to be, if I desire for people, the people that I speak to, that I speak into, the lives I'm here to um, to mold and, and to mold, cultivate, if I then I'm absolutely going to do the work that I need to do that I need to do for myself, and it's. Because of what what it was, but it's not so hard that I'm not hard worth getting it done. So I, I I take ownership of the fact that up to this very moment I have not been doing work, and I'm a, and it's not a slap in my face. It's not me on myself. It's me saying, you know what, baby, you've been doing something, but you did more, and you can do. This. That's where I'm at. I'm so blessed by you. So you. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful because the cast tells me. That my God is saying to me right now, baby, I love you. And I'm going to love you every tool that you could possibly need to get this life. And here's Erica. There's another tool. Her life is a tool for you to go on and get your whole because to use you for the better of others. I want you to be better. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like my whole, I'm done. Like I can't, just the most I can say I probably want to talk for the rest of the day. I know you and love you. I appreciate you. I'm thankful to God for you. I'm thankful that he kept you alive. I'm thankful that he kept you alive, not just physically, but within yourself. Would be enough to do this work mm. for the rest of us? You rock. You're mm. awesome. I don't know what else to say, but I love you, April. You know you're my baby. I appreciate you so much for this, for risking yourself for this for us, y'all. y'all that's
3: it. I'm done.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, Q. I I love you too, and I thank you for sharing that. That was really powerful. Yeah.
3: I, appreciate it.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think she kind of left both of us speechless, but uh, I, um, one of the things that I just got from you, Kleani, is, um, <laughs> and it's so profound because I just said this yesterday, is stop talking yourself out of it. Um, If you have time to make excuses or to explain why you can't do something, then you have time to sit and prioritize and be with yourself and and do the work. And Kuyani definitely does do the work. She's selling herself short there. She definitely can step it up. We all can. But she definitely does do the work. Um, But, you know, I, I feel like that's a big part of it. I hear so many people sit and talk and talk and talk. Um, for hours about you know, um, the drama and you know stuff, but will take very little steps toward the healing. And you know, because it's scary and because a lot of it you have to do it with yourself and you don't want to feel some of the stuff that comes up when you're having to take those steps and, and spend that time in meditation and prayer and, and doing your journaling and stuff. Um it can be, it, it's intense, it's uncomfortable, but, you know, it's definitely necessary. So thank you so much. And we have um, uh, one more caller, Sister Queen Vashana, welcome to the show. Hey, Queen.
6: I'm sorry, I was on mute. Hey, good morning, good morning. Hi, Erica. Thank you for being here. Can you hear me? Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. I'm glad to be here.
6: I am I'm just so happy that you came on and told your story. There are so many people that are gonna benefit from your story being told or from you, um, allowing them to understand the life that comes after tragedy, unexpected um turns and twists in life. Can you still hear me fine?
5: Yes. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. I am um I'm amazed by your story, but I'm not amazed by your strength because there's something that just runs through the blood of us that just allows us to understand that when God says yes and life says no, that that means that we're on a different type of plan. We're on a different type of journey. And so we then understand when you get connected to God and the universe, you then understand that this is bigger than you. So i um I applaud you for taking your assignment so seriously and for spreading the word to the masses so that everybody that comes in to earshot of you or you know within your space can understand and feel your energy and know that God is alive and that He's with us in all forms. It doesn't matter who we are, you know, so thank you for sharing your story. This is just amazing Thank you. I also awesome. wanted to say they, I had uh, oh sorry hold on I sent Go ahead, I sent Queen. the message to April I sent the message to April and I had just said that your voice alone just it, it's just such a sweet voice it's crisp and it's sweet and it's unbothered and what it is is to me it's the sound of victory you sound victorious so thank you and that's it hmm. April.
0: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely definitely. Empowering, you know. One of the things that just came up for me is that it's, you know, what you've done, Erica, is you've moved beyond the story. You've shifted your identity from um, what you've been through, and you've brought that into purpose. And that's so. It's it's not an easy feat to do by no circumstance. Uh, You know, it, it is not but we're really proud that you, you know, took every step and made every effort to move beyond the story and to start using some of the um, elements of the story to shape how you are now showing up in your life and how you are helping to empower other people and give life to other people. So thank you so much um, for being an example of, One's ability to move beyond the story. Um, as we were coming to an end here, it's you know the the um, final moments of the show. What are some things that you'd like to leave us with today, Erica?
1: Well, I would like to encourage people to keep trusting God, no matter what the circumstances look like, and like I, what I say, keep facing it out and be intentional with everything they do. Say and even think, because a lot of times you can defeat yourself in your mind before the actions can even occur. If you're defeated in your mind, if you're defeated in your mind before you can try, you don't think you can do it. And if you think you can do it, then you're not going to do it. But if you say, I can do it, I can, and I will, you accomplish you it. So and it's very important to have a positive, positive the mindset to think at all costs. It may it needs to take a lot of work to get there, I still can do it. I'm gonna take a
5: while to get
1: there, but I can do it, so it's important Mm. to
5: keep that
0: at all times. Wow, yes, even if it takes a lot of work to do to get there, I still can do it. Being defeated in your mind, wow, that's that's really powerful. That is really powerful. Um, and then being undefeated in your starts with your mind, too. You know, Erica, this is actually our last show for Queen Stand-Up. Um, we are <laughs> moving into another direction um, with our um, brand, if you will, um, teaching people how to be an expert on, their, on themselves. But this is going to be our last show for Queen Stand-Up. And I think that it was such a fitting show. <laughs> oh, <what> a <laughs> We're going out with a bang. Absolutely, because (laughs) what you have done is you have um, helped us to sum up everything that we have been talking about here on this show, Queen Stand Up. Not you and everybody who chimed in to connect with us, Um, Miss Sandra, you know, um, Sister Queen, Shana, Kuyani, we had Glory on, we had Patricia. All of you ladies have helped us to sum up the message that we wanted to share with the Queen, is that you have a choice to stand up. And before you go out and serve, you actually have to um, take care of yourself first. You have to actually put on your oxygen mask first and you have to discover what that means and what that looks like for you. You've got to use the nuggets from the Valley to build yourself up and be intentional about it, right? You have an obligation to yourself to do this work. And, you know, I just feel like effort, the fact that a lot of effort has to go in is evidence that you are leveling up and, you know, rise up, into the posture you know rise up into whatever life is calling you to do because when you choose to rise up, you are gaining your strength. And we've talked on this show you know at nauseam about the many different traumatic experiences that people have gone through and so there is no limit um, to what you can do. there is no limit to the healing that can be done. and if you just are willing to put in the effort, And um, which is the price that you pay to live on purpose, Mm -hmm. putting in your effort. So thank you again, everyone. Thank you, Erica. Um, Thank you, all of you out there in the community who have been listening to the show um, as well um, over the course of the last four years. Uh, Thank you so much for just tuning in. Uh, we actually were going to continue the show until August 4th, because that was the official date that we started. But Spirit led us in a different direction. So we're going to take a pause during the month of, of July and into, you know, into August be, to set the stage up differently. We've been working on some other aspects in the direction of where we're going with the, with the rebranding of being an expert on yourself, um learning how to be more intentional and showing up in our life, moving beyond the story. Uh, that's, that's what we're going to be doing um, for the next chapter. So during this time, we're going to be doing a lot of meditation. So there's going to be a little pause. We're going to be having an, a behind-the-scenes sort of show going on in preparation um, for the next show. Um, My mom said she didn't realize that um, today was the last show. She said she wants to thank us for all that we have brought to the universe, for our sacrifices every Sunday. And she says, uh, bless us all. And I'm just thankful for the opportunity, thankful for all of the wisdom and the value that everybody has come on and shared with us um, who have helped uh, me to grow in so many different ways, you know, through this platform. I've learned a lot, and I'm going to be applying everything that I learned from everyone um, into the next chapter of being an expert on myself so that I can um, move beyond my story as well. So, um, yeah, thank you again, everyone. And, you know, keep doing what you do and believing in you. Believing beyond what you can see. Everything is possible when you believe. Until next time, and always be well.